Thank you to Tunbridgewell Soapbox Stars Cart Race for sponsoring this week's episode of The Big Chat. Not all superheroes wear capes, but they do sign up for the Tunbridgewell Soapbox Race. Reserve your cart now and support a great cause. Don't feel like racing down Dunallan Hill? Buy your tickets at the special January price and watch others as they take on the ride of their life. Head to twsoapboxrace.com today and we'll see you on the 24th of June. Hello and welcome to The Big Chat. We get to speak to people about what inspires them, what drives them, what got them into business, how they found it. And some of these people you might know, some of these people you might not, but there's always a nugget of gold in every conversation I have. As an instructor, I understand the journey of a class. Yes. And as a DJ, it's really hard because the way that DJs want to mix music is they want to keep like a... a, a like a specific BPM, right? Mm-hmm. So the, the pace kind of stays the same. Whereas as an instructor, we need a journey. You can't have somebody, you know, doing 60 minutes at 126 BPM because you would just die on the bike. It's also brought um, the most fascinating uh, new experiences, humans and people into my life, as well as one major thing, and that is um, the ability to see how I can help and support other people, men and women, um, in life and business. You know, I am one of those people, if I do something, I'll do it properly. I'll stick with it and I'll see it through. And I guess I just, you know, I put myself in the right position. I I met the right people Mm. and sort of planned, planned my career. Yeah. You know? The Big Chat is all about collaboration and giving people in our towns the time to have their say their way. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of The Big Chat. Well, this is our monthly episode that we do with our dear friends at WordUp, which we love doing our collab with WordUp. So this is a Big Chat WordUp collab episode. And I am chuffed to be here because Dan can't be here. So I'm sitting in with... My co-host, but she's going to lead the show, Hannah G. Hi. Hi, babe. Hello, darling. How are you? I'm well. How are you? I'm all right. Good. Are we going to get you down to Word Up soon to read some words? (laughs) (laughs) Straight straight away. Straight in. Straight away. Well, I was going to come down and do some words, wasn't I, last week? And then my my tenant's boiler broke. So I know it's a bit of a lame excuse, but she did kind of need hot water for her son. So I went round there, but no, I will. Yes. When is the next word up? It is the first Wednesday of the month, and I should know which is the first Wednesday of the month, and I don't. It doesn't matter. It's It's, the first. I've just had children off for three weeks, so I'm my children have gone back to school today. So now I'm like, right, try and organise my life. I haven't looked at that yet. It's going to be. It's a week after this comes out. Yes, it is. It's going to be next week. Yep. Very exciting. Very exciting. So who is this? This is the wonderful David Smith, a Word Up regular. Um, one of my favourite poets at Word Up because a lot of poetry is very serious. And David is a very funny uh, poet. And um, yes, yeah, so I'm looking forward to finding out more about how... Well, should we just dive in? Yeah, Can I just start it. asking him questions? Because there's loads of things I want to ask him. Yeah. Okay. Hi, David. 
Hello. <laughs> you have um, to have your mic a bit nearer to your mic. Oh, right. Okay. If you um, can hear your voice, you can hear our voices. <laughs> how did you get into poetry? Uh, I've no idea. I can tell you the first time I realised that I liked poetry. Yeah. And that poetry wasn't what I thought poetry was. Okay. And um, because when I was little, there was a, my family were always sort of, there were rhymes and things flying around, most of them quite blue and that kind of thing. But there were always silly little songs and ditties and that kind of stuff going on. And then um, when I was about seven or eight, I discovered a book by Spike Milligan called ah, Silly Verse for Kids. Yes, oh, I've got yes, that. Yeah. Pink cover. Yeah, it's... I've got that. And... That was the first time I realised that what I was doing mm. and what I was reciting for my family mm. was poetry. Mm. And um, so that was the first stepping stone, was silly verse for kids. I've been mimicking Mike Spike stuff ever since. Mm. Um, and then sort of... He also did his first book of serious poetry, which was mm. Small Dreams of a Scorpion. Mm. Oh, not read that. No, and I read that. I bought it thinking it was going to be more of silly verse for mm. kids and mm. a dustbin of Milligan and that kind of thing. And it was just bang. There was the, He was talking about the soldiers dying in the war and that kind of thing and rabbits with myxomatosis and... Mm. Um, and there was a poem in there called Value 67, mm. which I think probably set me up for m a lot of the cynical worldview that I've got now. Oh, really? Because it was, it was just sort of saying about people have got their values wrong and mm. uh, they're chasing the wrong kind. They're interested in the wrong things, the material mm. things, and mm. they're overlooking all of the wonderful mm. things that are around them every day. Mm. And uh, so that was when I realised that there was serious poetry too that was accessible to me because up until that point it had all been Wordsworth and that kind of thing if we heard anything mm. at school. I think the only other one who sneaked in was um, Edward Lear. Oh, I love and Edward Lear. Far and few, far and few yeah. are the land where the jumblies live. That yeah, was, yeah. you know, that was... So, that again, I've been recreating ever since. Yeah. But, um, it's interesting, isn't it? Like, I'm just thinking, my favourite children's book for my children is um, Doctor's Use, All the Places oh, You'll Go, which yeah. is obviously poetry. And it's never occurred to me before that yeah. my favourite children's book is... But it does affect you from such a young age. If I mean, it's obviously the importance of reading to your kids and giving them a variety of texts to stimulate their minds. But, yeah, that's really interesting. So so, you, so you're kind of a young man and you d you're reading all this. Mm -hmm. Boy, I was, young I was man. A, I was a child, really. Yes, OK, OK. Um, but what you were saying, again, is, you know, about doctor's use and mm. that kind of mm. thing. Now, the the earliest things that our children learn, it's all rhymes. Yes, mm. yes. It's yeah, nursery, nursery rhymes. rhymes. Yeah, yeah. You know, and even, or sing along, A, mm. B, C, mm. D, E, F, G. Mm. And we teach them all of that. And then now we sort of tell children particularly younger children, poetry can be anything you want. It yeah. can be, mm. um, it doesn't have to rhyme, it doesn't have to be metered, it mm. doesn't have mm. to be serious, it doesn't mm. have to be this, it doesn't have to be that. Mm. And we, then they get to about 10 or 11. Mm. 
and suddenly say, oh, right, you've got to put that away now. Mm. And you've got to start reading all this stuff yeah. instead. Mm. And that's when most people get turned right yeah. off yeah. of the idea of poetry. Yeah, I mean, and well, as a mum with kids at school, the I mean, obviously... My kids have had some amazing English teachers, but I just feel that I feel sorry for teachers because it's they have to teach so much technicality that it the creativity is almost lost. Mm. I mean, obviously they are doing creative stuff at school, but you know it's about understanding all the grammatical terms mm. and and obviously there is an importance in that. But actually, why don't we just let them write whatever and then go? Oh, by the way, if you there is a rule here, but you know this is great. Mm. This um, it's also I think. It's like when we talked to to Lee on this, you know, last mm. episode. It's the freedom it enables you. It's the release it gives you when you write words down. You know, there's something cathartic about writing something out. I mean, they say get your thoughts out your head. You know, and it, it kind of it does. It shifts something, <laughs> doesn't it? There might be silly thoughts. There might be serious thoughts. But there's something, and there's also something. You know, I mean, I like to write notes and lists and things. But there is something about writing something. It's it's some kind of process. I don't know what it is, but it 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 kind of magically moves it. And I think with words and poetry, that that can be really applicable because. Yeah, I used to write incredibly dark poetry. And actually, the words I wrote for Word Up, my partner said to me, went, you can't share that. Oh, you can. I'm going to tell him <laughs> off for that. I mean, I, I, I will, I, I, I've recorded it, so I will, I will send it oh, to you. brilliant. But it, but it was a bit of a life story. But it was, it was one that I needed to get out. And, yeah. at, and at that time, I think I was lying in bed not feeling very well. So I don't know whether or not, I don't know whether that's the first one I'll read. But it's def- there's a poem in me, you know. But mm. there's also, I can go around the house. And I've no, I've actually thought I'm going a bit mad recently. Madder. Where I'm, um, I talk to myself in poetry. Oh. I, I, I'll like, or in rhymes. I'll say mm. things like if something's annoying me and I'll just, I can't think of an example. But mm. I, I do it in rhymes and they're silly little rhymes. They just make me laugh. So someone's like, I'm like, and it's just, it's, but it's just a way of expressing. And for me, it moves emotion, which is, is, um, it's a, it's a good way to regulate emotion as well and humor and, your sadness, all these things that we feel, they're important to express, I think. Totally. Mm. When did Let's you start writing, David? Oh, um, I, don't, I think I've probably all re- always written in my head in the yeah. way that you're talking. Mm. I mean, what you were saying about pottering around the house, and uh, a couple of years ago I did something for the BBC, and just before I went I made a bit of toast and it burnt. And by the time, and I, I thought... The thing that annoys me most when making toast is when a toaster won't do what a toaster's supposed to. <laughs> and I ended up, I ended up I reading that, that on the radio I about two brilliant. hours later. And yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. Um, and I think on the same, we went up on the train and there was another little couplet there, which was, um, I knew a chap who wouldn't mind the gap. Now he gets, uh, now he gets grumpy when we call him Stumpy. <laughs> and that's so that's, that's going. My head. That's my head constantly. <laughs> yeah, and it's and I have to try and fi- filter all of that crap, <laughs> and then actually get through a day. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, so that's it. Sorry, I'm getting it's shaky. Okay. I wasn't told I was being filmed, and I'm. Uh, You're not getting shaky. You just need to keep it near to your mind. You're fine. Near to your mouth. That's all it is. So we carry your beautiful voice. Um, you. How did you discover Word Up then? How how did that I, happen? I David? think I was um, 
I used to be involved in the Tunbridge Wells Writers, mm. which was a writing group mm. um, that ran for about nine or ten years in Tunbridge Wells. Okay. And um, I think probably word up, I was at the first one. Oh, okay, we're done. Um, yeah. I think Carolyn Gray yes. at the forum was yeah. uh, a member of the uh, Tunbridge Wells Writers, oh. and she asked the Tunbridge Wells Writers to go. And I, I'm, you know, I, I might be right in saying that the first audience for Word Up was all the Tunbridge Wells okay, Writers. Okay, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, so I've been in. I've been involved with it right from the start. Mm. And um, then obviously uh, I've, I've got my own sort of open mic thing, which yeah. evolved from the writers as well, mm. which is now called Voices. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, that's, you know, so that's, sorry, you asked me when I first got involved about Word Up. Uh, so, yeah, that, okay. From day one. Yes, from, from day the one. And What's Voices, though? Can I ask that? What is Voices? Well, I'm just intrigued. I, well, it started as what I found a little bit frustrating about most open mics. Yeah. Was if you went to a... There's a there's a great line, but am I allowed to swear? Yeah. Oh, right, OK. That's mm-hmm. right. I mean, not too there's, much, please. No, no, it's, I'm not going to go I'll into it. I'll just cut a, you out. And I'll edit this. It's not you can you, you can beat me if you like, but it there's a... <laughs> Ryan, Ryan, a line in um, Scroobius Pip's song, and he says, uh, don't leave the open mic as soon as you've finished your shitty little poem. <laughs> and that's what used to frustrate me. If you went to a music, I've been to music open mics mm. where the musicians have come in, tuned up their guitar while somebody else is performing, that's spoken true. amongst themselves, yeah. got up and done their done their one song, yeah. then put their guitar back in their case and buggered off. Yeah. And that really used to frustrate me. Mm. Um, and so when... And the other thing about poetry open mic... I, Peppy, who's my partner, who my writing partner, yeah. I should hate to yeah. that. Great name, though. Um, when we started performing, we started taking poetry into other places we started taking it into pubs we started taking it to regular open mics Mm. that were mainly music based Mm. and that kind of thing um because we felt that was where it naturally belonged yeah so when we started voices we wanted to we wanted it to be a completely uh open format yeah as long as the words were original they could be lyrics and you could come along and sing a song you could come along and read a short story or a piece of flash fiction yeah um that evolved to the point that we now do sketch comedy sketches we do monologues um the thing i've put animations up online that have got poetry or songs on them and that kind of thing and that's getting incorporated into what we do now. So we've got a projector and we'll have little animations up oh, on the cool. screen and that kind of thing. Um, so that's what Voices is. It's and just, how often do you run Voices? Well, we haven't done a Voices for a long time. Okay. Because, because a, the emphasis at Word Up has shi- slightly shifted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're now doing more spoken word that's mm. not poetry. Yeah. And there's a bit of music in the mix yeah. as well. yeah. So that sort of coincided with um, Peppy and I were doing other things. Mm. 
And we didn't get time to run voices on a regular yeah, basis yeah. and we didn't have a regular venue. Yeah. And now you do, so beautifully aligned. Hannah G mm. comes yeah. in. <laughs> there we go. Well, so, um, so you know, that's word up. We, we yeah. do voices now. We tend to do it more as a variety show. Okay, yep. Um, and so we've got one coming up for Tunbridge Calling. We're doing a fundraiser ah. for Tunbridge Calling in may which is called nuts in may yeah and it's uh it's peppy and i will be doing some songs we will be doing some poetry we will be doing a little bit from tunbridge wells the musical um and then we've got some friends coming along to perform some sketches we've got a musician on board who's going to do some songs with us and Mm -hmm. do some of his own and that kind of thing. And then in the middle of that, there's a little bit of an open mic section. Brilliant. So that other people yeah. can come. And that's what we've tended to do more now, yeah, rather yeah, yeah. than trying to cart the whole paraphernalia that yeah. you need for an open mic yes. around with us to every yeah, venue that yeah. we go to. And that's the beauty of the forum. Yeah. It's, it's just there. there. Yeah. And you you show up, there's a mic there, yeah. and off you go. Yeah, but yeah. If, you've got a, if you've got a... Get the PA and yeah. the telly and everything else in the yeah. back of a little yeah, it's car. Hard work. It's. Um, Can I? You picked up there about Tunbridge Wells the musical, which mm-hmm. I've heard a few things from, which I absolutely love. How did you come up with the idea of Tunbridge Wells musical? Has it ever been made into a production as such? Can you make it into a production? <laughs> I've got so many questions about it. Well, it's. Uh, it was a conceit. Um, a lot of the poetry, um, I, you were saying about get getting things out, and yeah. I used to write a lot of angry poetry. Mm. <laughs> Brilliant. And um, sometimes it would just be angry, mm. and sometimes it would just be sort of sarcastic yeah. and uh, observational comedy, really. Yeah. Mm. And Tunbridge Wells is is a great place for observational Isn't comedy. It just? So um, Tunbridge Wells the Musical was a conceit that grew out of that. And then it was just, we had songs, we had some poems, and we had some bits and bobs, bobs, but we pretended that we were presenting excerpts from it because the the huge stage production we couldn't possibly take into the, you know, it it was like um, My Fair Lady or something. There's these (laughs) huge choreographed pieces that they can't do. Um, so we, that's the conceit on which it is built. And there is actually a whole musical's worth of songs. And I've got the story as well. We just haven't got a production company. What's what's the rough storyline? Uh, (laughs) right. Um. You're the, you're the lead. (laughs) No. No, no, I'm not. No, Hannah. (laughs) Um, it, Charles and... Peppy's going to hate that I've... Charles and Sarah Sarah. have just relocated to Tunbridge Wells from London. They're a couple of DFLs. Well, they haven't actually located. They've come down and they're in a... um, They're they're looking at properties in Tunbridge Wells to buy because all of their friends have moved down from London and are living down here and they want to come... So they're looking for properties... And the estate agent is telling them all about what Tunbridge Wells life 
is like. Fantastic. Oh, gosh, can you imagine the spiel on that? So then that, that leads into, it's, it's a bit like um, A Christmas Carol. Yes, yeah. In the, the, uh, the est- I think, what's the estate agent's called? It's Nash, um, Nash North and um, Thackeray. Oh, yeah. Are the estate oh, yes. agent. brilliant. And they're they're a bit like um, the three ghosts in a Christmas Carol, Brilliant. and then they introduce different eras of Tunbridge oh. Wells life and the Tunbridge Wells lifestyle, yeah, 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 and that kind of thing. And that cues in the songs and everything else. But the opening scene is Charles um, commuting home from a hard day at the office to Tunbridge Wells, and uh, he's just dreaming of getting him home and. Uh, eating the tagine that Sarah's, <laughs> Sarah's made for him. And then they're going to go out to jazz on the pants because oh, it's a Thursday night. Yeah, yeah. Jazz yeah. on the pants, that's, yeah. that's, that's it. That's the opening number. And then it it just gets more and more tongue-in-cheek as oh, you go along. Can you think, could you perform any of the pieces from that now? I know I can, I'm really putting you on the spot. If you can't, don't worry. I can sing you Sarah's Waiting for Me if oh, you'd like. Oh, please, yes. Do. Well, it's an a cappella number, so... Perfect. If you're up uh, for it. I, 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 on the spot, I probably won't remember the words. Okay. Because the brain goes thumb, but I yeah. can try. So it's, um, and... I would usually be emoting on a stage or just standing like that. Cause just it's imagine you're on your stage, David. Right, I'm on, I'm on the train and I'm yeah. hanging. There's a light at the end of the tunnel. It's Tunbridge Wells calling to me. I've been stuck on this train for two hours again. Delays around Orpington due to the rain. I've soaked to the skin and I've stood all the way. My brolly is broken. Oh, God, what a day. But Sarah is waiting for me. Yes, Sarah is waiting for me. She's opened a bottle and cooked a tagine. My favourite red chinos are ironed and clean. (laughs) We're going out later for jazz on the pants. The music is dire, but oh, the romance. (laughs) And Sarah is waiting for me. Yes, Sarah is waiting for me. There can be no disputing. But it's, it's worth the commuting when Sarah <laughs> is waiting for me. I told you I'd trip up. That's there is brilliant. a second verse, but I That's won't brilliant. do that. That's amazing. So have you ever spoken to someone like Twads or, you know... It's funny. Because surely yeah. I can't imagine anything better going on? than the Tunbridge Wells Amateur Dramatic Society doing this. It just sounds it's, fantastic. It's funny you should say that. When we do it, we're mm. the Tunbridge Wells Amateur Theatrical Society. Okay, yes. And our T-shirt <laughs> is just the initials. So, um, I love that. So, um, but... <laughs> Funny you should mention Twads because yeah. I was speaking to somebody from Twads at the Tunbridge Wells Consortium meeting via Zoom the other week. Yeah. And she was saying that some of the Twads players are interested in doing some smaller productions outside of oh, the bigger fantastic. productions that they do. And I float, I said, if they want to do something mm. that's a bit humorous and light, yeah. we have something. We've never heard backs. So. Oh. <laughs> might now. Yeah. But we might now, yeah. I think we should start a petition. I, I mean, the I re- is I, I just, up. It's surely it's doing the something the Fringe. fringe should be good. Yeah. Surely the Fringe Festival, you should be doing something there. Yeah, it's... it's um, but, but then the nice thing about it is the conceit that there is this huge 
stage production. Yeah. And yeah. then there's just two people yeah. standing there yeah, singing yeah, these yeah. songs. With brilliant. These. I love that. That's that was brilliant. Thank you. I know it is. I, I mean, I at the end thought you were going to rhyme it with a certain person that no one really likes on this planet. I'm not going to say, but we know it rhymes with commuting. I was thinking, where's this going? But no, it was brilliant. But that wouldn't make sense because you wrote it a long time ago. But it, it was a bit, no, it was brilliant. I, I think, I think it's, yeah, Hannah, you're right. I know. We've got to make it People, happen. People, get in touch, get in touch. Let's make it happen. Yeah, definitely. So, so you wrote the Tumbridge Wells musical. So how did you, did you grow up in Tumbridge Wells? Yeah, I'm somebody who was born and bred. Ah, so, okay. Which is the the my voice is sort of half estuary vowels mm-hmm. and half silly Sussex. <laughs> so it depends who I'm talking to. Some people say, "Oh, you're, you're a bit of a Cockney," aren't you? <laughs> and other people think I oh, come from the West Country. <laughs> oh, I'm pick so up- glad you say that because people either think I'm Australian or they think I'm from Cornwall. <laughs> right. It's like where's that? Well, it could be it, the the Kentish thing is very much a mix of the two. Is that what it is? And it, well, it's Kent and Sussex border. I didn't know it, but a sister in law of mine said, "Oh, you've got a bit of silly Sussex in your voice." Silly, you? silly Sussex. Sussex. I Sussex. love that because people always ask me about my accent, and I do a bit of the old Cockney or whatever, you know, when yeah. I need to. But yeah, silly Sussex. I'm going to say that from now well, on because that, that's the bit that sounds a bit West Country it in does a sound Kentish a bit voice. It's it's the Sussex influence mm. and. Uh, I'm, le- I'm learning a lot, Hannah. I'll probably get hate mail now for calling Sussex silly. I'm not calling it's Sussex. It's not silly, it's lovely. It's yeah. a lovely silly. Um, so, so you, so, so what did you do? You went to uni, you did your degree. No, I, I did it with the OU. But oh, you did was, it in OU? I was an old you? man by then. I oh, was, okay. No, I, I didn't. So what, so what did you, so growing up, so you start writing some poetry, kind of as a, kid as a man how does this continue into your life then do you work in that arena or no no it it was just something I've I've always written and most of it has just gone in drawers Mm. at home or just been thrown away so that was that was so it's always been a hobby but it's always been a hobby and then when I sort of did the OU degree Mm. Um, when I started doing that, one of the things was... What was your degree in, sorry? It was, it was in cre- literature and creative okay. writing. Yeah. So, um, and for one of the modules, we had to um, we had to submit... I didn't realise. We, we were told that we had to write a submission letter and send in a submission. Mm. And I thought we had to do that. We we didn't actually have to do ah, it. We, okay. And I did, and I got published in a couple of online magazines Amazing. and that kind of thing. Um, and so, and I think by then I'd joined the Kent and Sussex Poetry Society. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I'd um, sort of I'd submitted for their folio, mm. and. Um, made the folio, and then I had to stand up and read in public for the first time. Mm. And I was shaking mm. like a, I was terrified. Oh, wow, that gives me great hope because I I find it really hard and you're such a natural when you perform. So to know that you started from a place of 
terror is great for me. No, I, I, <laughs> I actually, one of the early word ups, yeah. it used to be done in the round on yeah. the floor. Yeah. And there was always a scented candle burning because, you know, the forum yes. can get a bit whiffy. Yeah. Yeah. There was just always a scented <laughs> candle. And I actually, without realising it, set fire. <laughs> <laughs> um, and nice. I, then I went to read the next uh, one. And I knew the reason we didn't light the candles. Um, <laughs> so, and, but it literally was. And then we started doing more and more. By the time we got to uh, the voices thing, was it... It was originally called Read Your Words, and that was Carolyn okay. Gray started right. that. Yeah. And then when Carolyn stopped doing it, mm. we took it over, but with the intention of putting more thing, you know, mm. music mm. and song mm. and that mm. kind of thing into it. Um, so uh, somebody said, "Oh, you ought to call it Voices because mm. you know it's not only about mm. poetry mm. now; mm. it's not only a, so that was when it changed to Voices." And it was there that I realised. Look, I'm shaking now. Can mm, you see? It's all right. Um, it's cold. But in it here. was when I was <laughs> <laughs> when I was doing uh, that. I realised that I'd stop shaking. Ah, I was reading a poem and I'd stop shaking. Isn't it? That's really interesting. And what, I thought, do you know what made that happen? I don't. But I just thought I don't like that. Okay. I, whatever it was, yeah. the, the fear. Yeah. Of going on, yeah, was part of the joy of doing the thing, you know. Oh, really? Yeah, and I'd always crash I, a day afterwards. I hated, you know. Yeah. Wow! I used to get that when I was a yoga teacher. I was uh, people. My my ex always used to say as I was going out the door, "Have fun," and it was the thing was I was a yoga teacher. And I loved yoga, mm. but I would get angry before I went to a yoga class. No, share that with him. No, I did, but it was my process. But when I got in my class, I was like. You There's a poem in Angry the, Yoga. Right? Yeah, you, yeah. Which one of you ladies is going to take it out? <laughs> but, but what I mean is it's a way, it was my way of warming up for myself and my students. Okay. And then when I was there, I was totally zen. But I, I, when I say angry, I'd get a bit like... Oh, a bit tetchy, uh, just a bit frustrated. Yeah. yeah. Like nervous. Yeah. It was nervous energy that would come out like a bit mm. snappy. And, yeah. and then I'd come back and it'd be like I'd taken a long, hot bath for yeah. the last yeah. five hours. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. So... But I didn't like the bit before, but I realised that that bit had to happen mm. well, that, in order to do my class well. Yeah, it was It was just, I, I don't know, I just stopped shaking and I thought, I don't like that. So I, I, I thought next time, and I, that's what the first time I got up and sang. Brilliant. And wow. I hadn't sang in public. The one time I sang in public was when I was about 10 and it was at the Trinity Theatre when it was still a church mm. and my brother and I had written a hymn. Oh wow! <laughs> and we were supposed to sing it with the Sunday school teacher's son playing guitar, and just when we got there, my brother said, "I can't sing to the. <laughs> I've lost my voice." And he was lying, of course, but I had to get up on the stage and sing on my own. Oh wow! And it was the noise that came out of me was like a canary farting <laughs> on a sheet of tin. It wasn't musical in any way, shape, or form. Oh. Um, and so I didn't sing for another forty years. Wow. And, then, and then I thought, well, and then I realised actually I quite enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. So now people hit me to stop me singing. It's amazing, isn't it? How something, I mean, I find this whole thing, this on my journey with poetry, like having only started writing it about 18 months ago and then going, oh, now I'm going to perform it. I've got no idea how to do that. I'm just going to give that a go. 
and starting to perform and then having to overcome fear, which I just find it so weird that I can rehearse something and I can be like, yeah, I'm totally fine, I'm totally fine. And then you stand up in front of a room of people and all of a sudden this thing takes over you and you're like, <gasps> and you start exactly that. Your body reacts and you shake and you, you, you're in your own head. And it's so weird, isn't it, that we... And then I'm like, log, then logical me goes, but why am I worrying about what anyone else thinks? It doesn't mm. matter. Like, mm. like, it literally doesn't matter. Like, I can... That logical part of my brain I can access. But then, I mean, to sing... Oh my oh, gosh, yeah. that's a whole nother level of yeah. of well, it's like, scariness. It's like dancing, isn't it? It's like I always have great admiration for people that can yeah. dance, you yeah. know, without drinking them. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've done. I mean, I've done that now, but mm. I didn't ever think I could do it. Mm. And I actually, I danced. I danced just the same, if not better. Yeah. But it was funny because I always used to my nerves. I'd always think, oh, I need. To just to have a little tipple because it's that exposing yourself isn't it it's that it's that vulnerability of of, mm. of singing dancing words anything talking expressing like ourselves expressing ourselves effectively that's what it comes down to right yeah. we have a fear of expressing ourselves yeah we well i suppose the you know people say dance like nobody's watching exactly. yeah. yeah so i suppose my view is that i sing like nobody's listening yeah and usually they're yeah. not <laughs> well i was listening i was listening There'll be a lot of people listening when we're doing Tumbridge Wells and Musical, David, when we've actually, you know, got that on the West End. (laughs) Taking it all the way. Yeah, we, well, we lost our, we did have the musician that used to do it with us, um, left us for a prog rock band. (laughs) They're going to regret that, aren't they? So, yeah, he'll, he's, his chickens have come home to roost (laughs) when it's, when we're on in the West End. um, So are you going to be there if I come along next week? For, oh, for yeah. yeah, for word up, yeah. For, oh, for and next, yeah, to, next I've week. I've seen the time; up. it's just flown by. We've got to talk about the Tumbridge Wells Poetry Festival. Yeah, quickly, right. come on then, David. Tell me, tell me. Right, well, edit some of the other rubbish out and keep this bit in because <laughs> that's why I thought anything, I was here. You've got about I'm going to get minutes. killed by the rest <laughs> of the group <laughs> if I don't get this. You mention right. it. The Tumbridge Wells Poetry Festival is. We're in our third year with the current committee. Yeah. We've brought some amazing uh, performers to Tunbridge Wells. We've had we had Henry Norma was our headliner at the Trinity last year. Uh, the year before that, we had Luke Wright at Salomon's House. Amazing. Uh, we brought Henry back a little while ago. We connected up with him for Kent Libraries, and he came and did something for us in Southborough Hub. Brilliant. Um, this year, we've got Harry Baker as our headliner. Amazing. He's, I don't, do you know Harry Baker? Nope. Harry Baker is, Harry Baker is performing at the Tunbridge Wells Forum. So good, the Forum. And that's, um, we do, we've taken over the Forum on a Sunday afternoon and evening for the past um, two years. And the afternoon has been what we've called a family fun day. Lovely. And then the evening has been basically one of the voices shows that I was uh-huh. just talking about with sketches, but all of it themed around poetry. This year we decided um, I couldn't I couldn't be bothered to write another show, <laughs> so we've combined our headliner with the open the fun day. Yeah. So Harry Baker is our headliner. He's yeah. at the forum. Tickets are ten. 10 quid mm-hmm. that's the bargain that's the 18th of june 
And if you ah, don't, it's day after my birthday. I ah. can't. If you don't know Harry Baker, check him out. He yeah, is will. a genius. He has won so many awards. He doesn't know what to do with them anymore. <laughs> he. Um, I bet you could sing a song about that. What kind of what kind of poet is he then? He, he's he's a true performance poet. Yeah, and in fact. Um, Sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself. He's a true performance poet. It's mm. always been about working with an audience and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. He's got five-star reviews for everything that he mm. puts his name to. Amazing. For, I mean, I can't. I don't know who it Hyperbole, I know, mm-hmm. but BBC Radio 1 said he's the greatest performer that's ever lived. Wow. Um, oh, that's that's, that's, that's yeah. it, it is a little bit bold, isn't it? But, yeah. um, but he's really, really good. Fantastic. And in fact, he did do, when he was first getting going, I'm pretty sure he did a word up at the forum. Well done, many Dan. Many years ago. Yeah. Spotting him early. Yeah. Um, so He's a bit of a talent spotter, Dan. Mm. So he's, he's our headliner. We've got a ton of other stuff on. We've got a wonderful poet called Rain Geegan, mm. who's... On a, who's doing a Q&A and book signing and mm-hmm. uh, readings at Waterstones in Tunbridge Wells. Mm-hmm. We've got pop-up poetry in the Trinity again. Yeah. We've got three open mics across the three weeks of the festival. Brilliant. One with Peppy and I hosting. Yeah. One with Word Up hosting yep. at the in George. Yeah. The Peppy and I is at, is at Evenflow in St yep. John's Road. Mm-hmm. You're doing the George, the, the George, yeah, oh, lovely. And then Kevin Scully, mm-hmm. um, who runs a an open no mic in a tiny little pub in um, Calden. That's oh, wow. actually a converted house. It's somebody's living room. The pub. Oh, this sounds. And he cool. runs a tiny little open mic in there. Mm. And we've uh, got him. He's in the Sussex basement. Ah, oh, okay. On. The following Wednesday. Yeah. So three weeks of open mics. Amazing. Um, so so loads of that. And then l- last year when I came, I, I booked onto as many workshops as I could, having just become a poet myself. Mm-hmm. And they were amazing. They were so brilliant. Have you got any workshops this year? We've we've trimmed back the workshops okay. a little bit because yep. it was it was there was so much last year. Yes, it was, a, it it was, was amazing, the content. There was just so much that people were, you know, um, having to decide yes. what they were going to yes. miss, yeah, which yeah, is totally. not a good thing. So, Where can they find out all this information? It's on our lovely website, which is... Um, Tunbridge Wells Poetry Festival dot com. Is it Tunbridge Wells Poetry Festival dot com or TW? Read it out, and then anyone that's watching, check out all their workshops, everything they're doing for the next three weeks. Front cover. I think it is Tunbridge Wells Poetry Festival dot com. Yeah, if you just put that into Google, you are going to find Tunbridge Wells Poetry Festival. And like I said, as someone new to poetry, um, who went along to as many events as I could last year, it was absolutely fantastic. I learned so many things in the workshop in the workshops yeah. and then the evenings just so many brilliant poets do. i mean yeah. it's just and we so are lucky. so lucky in yeah, this town we are. to have someone or yeah. have a group of people mm. who basically give up their time to organize this stuff so we get to go to it so people must go people must go they must go <laughs> you must come we must go <laughs> we must go i wish Look. i didn't have to go because it's been so nice to talk to you but we must go mm. One other thing I will very quickly get in for anybody that's out there. 
all of the open mics and the pop-up poetry and the thing that we're not calling the fun day this year. Mm. Oh, it's it's vocal and live, we're calling oh, it. Vocal oh, and live, nice. like it. Um, all of those are completely free. Brilliant. Amazing. It's, it's and, so nice. Um, and we try and keep everything. I, as I say, I think Harry Baker is 10 quid this yeah, year. Yeah, totally so. accessible. And, Amazing. Um, you know, we make it as accessible as we That's possibly lovely. can. And we all do it for love and it's done on a shoestring budget. So if anybody out there wants to sponsor us. Yes. <laughs> sponsor. Come. Yeah. Come find we, Tommy Giles Poetry Festival. We all do it out of love Festival. on a shoestring. That's not actually true. The Kent and Sussex Poetry Society are very generous. They've, they've looked after us. Without them, it wouldn't be able to go. So Amazing. I should give them a shout. Yes. Absolutely. Anyone else you want to shout out to, David? Um, just all the venues that support us, yeah. the the forum. As I say, I think Font Hill Pubs own both of two of the venues, Evenflow Cafe. Um, you know, without venues, we couldn't do anything. Totally, and yeah. if the venues are charging, then obviously we have to charge. So yeah. when the venues don't charge, yeah, that's that's you yeah. know that enables us to give it away rather than yeah. Uh, rather than charging for it, so that's wonderful. Well, I tell you what, that's he's been a fabulous so co-host. Oh, thank you. You really have. I might be here on the next one, or it could be Hannah and Dan. Who knows? But all I know is, get to Word Up next yes. week. Yeah, get to the Literary Festival. It was no, lovely the, to talk to the you. Poetry the Poetry Festival. The Poetry Festival. The Poetry Festival. The Poetry. The Literary Festival. Festival is in May, I think. Ma- the, no, March. The Poetry Festival. All the links are going to be low, David. Don't you worry. I'll okay. make sure everyone but knows. But do go to the Literary Festival too. <laughs> but save, save all your money to spend at the yeah. Poetry exactly. Festival. That's a good way to end. I like that. Could you, could you make a little song about that? Um, I probably could, but not on the spur of the boat. <laughs> well, it's been lovely to have you on today. Thank you. And uh, I hope you've enjoyed it. I, yeah, it's it's been different. I don't like the cameras looking at me, but I'm, they're I'm, not looking at you. Will, believe it or not, cameras? I'm very shy, really. But well, uh, if this is you shy, goodness me, I look forward to seeing you not shy. It's, it's an it's an overreaction to you shy. Yeah, uh, well, anyone who comes to Word Up um, is lucky enough to see, see David. Him. He comes quite frequently, and he's always a fantastic I'm poet for us to have. To I'm looking perform. forward to seeing you again. Yeah, and thank you, Hannah. Thank you so much, Coco, for having us. Oh, You're so kind to give us a podcast. Not having us. This is us doing it together. I know, but first podcast together, so it's beautiful. Yeah, it's a beautiful it's just thing. Us yeah, it's a beautiful thing. We've only been trying to do one together for about the last since I, I met you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> started dating you. She's a natural. Dan, you're fired. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell him. Uh, anyway, listen, um, it was great, you guys. So keep doing what you're doing, and I will say some words next week at Word Up. Yay! Okay, all right. Have Thanks, an amazing Kiko. day. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Thanks. Bye. Bye.